on our team, we have Sonos speakers that are connected on all floors, and we just play some soft music in the background. People, when they're walking through a vacant home, will feel less comforted. The, their voice will echo throughout. And it's just not very warm and inviting. So having that little ambient music in the background can be a great way to make it in, an inviting space. That's why model homes, builder model homes, will always have some music playing in the background. It just empties that dead air and gives a nice, warm welcome. All right. Hello. Welcome to episode 175 of KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. Today, I'm your solo host. We're calling this a solo cast. My name is Ariel Cremendi. My usual co-host, Adrian Trott, is off celebrating his 40th birthday. So send him a message and wish him a happy birthday. In this episode, I am talking about how to sell your home in any market. So in the last episode, myself, Adrian, and the rest of the team, we were talking about the ups and downs and a little bit of the downward pressure right now on listings that we're seeing right across the GTA. And today, I'm going to give you a few tips and pointers on how to prepare your home or how to sell your home in any market. So that's what I'm going to do, chat a little bit about that today. Today's going to be a quick one, episode 175 of KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. If this is your first time listening, you can stream this podcast anywhere where you stream, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify. And if you want to watch it, go to ktconfidential.ca. That'll take you right to the playlist in YouTube. It's available in HD. All other 174 episodes are available for you to watch. So let's get into today's topic. The first thing I've noticed with homes that have been on the market for an extended period of time lately, or the listing was suspended or terminated, or they didn't get any offers on offer night, the one thing that remained consistent with at least 75% of them is that the home was not prepared properly. So there's a few things that you absolutely must have at the top of your list when selling your home. And that is going to be irrespective of who's representing you, what realtor or team or brokerage is representing you in that sale. And it's going to be irrespective to the market in terms of buyers, sellers, how many listings, etc. If your home is not clean, you are less likely to sell. Now, I'm not talking about just getting a cleaner in and, you know, they're there at the home for three, four hours. They clean the bathrooms and clean up the floors, clean the counters, etc. I'm talking clean. Nobody wants to buy somebody else's dirt. So remember that when you're preparing your house. Nobody else wants to buy your dirt and they will be looking for dirt. They'll be opening cabinets. So in your kitchen, I'm sitting in my kitchen right now for as, as an example. If I was to open up my pantry, I'll give you a quick little look. Oh, that's all you get. It's a mess. And I don't know when the last time I wiped down the, uh, the cabinets. Uh, these types of things are super important. So the inside of your cabinetry 
the exterior of your cabinetry, the inside and outside of your appliances are very, very, very important. But things like your baseboards, your window sills, take off the screens from your windows and give the windows a wipe down. People will notice dirt. That's why people love to buy new homes. People love to buy new homes because they're not getting somebody else's dirt. So the homes that present like a new home, you walk in and it just has this gleam to it, this fresh look. Uh, those are the homes that people always look at their realtor and say, wow, this home's been really well maintained. And it doesn't matter the age of your home. Every home can be clean. It's just a matter of how much time, attention, detail, and possibly money is required to get to there. However, most people will look at their home and say, yeah, we got cleaners in, the house is clean. And maybe it was cleaner than what it was. Do that deep dive. So check all of your window coverings, the window sills, the windows themselves, the inside and outside of your cabinets and appliances, um, ceiling fans. Oftentimes, dust sit on the uh, on the fan. Give them a wipe down. Your light fixtures. You know the builder light fixtures that look like half a dome. Take it off. Oftentimes, there's dead bugs in there. There's dust in there. Maybe the light bulbs need to be replaced or wiped down. Those are the types of things that make a difference. So that's number one. That's my number one advice for anybody selling a home, any kind of home, in any market. The home has to be spotless. Your definition and our definition of spotless might be different. But the buyer's definition is definitely on side with what I'm talking about today. I often see range hoods, the ones that are above your stove, that still have grease on it or the filter hasn't been replaced. Um, those are things that are really easily identifiable when walking through a home, especially if a buyer is going to four or five different homes and your home stands out as being the cleaner home, they will remember the cleaner home and the dirtiest home. So you want to make sure that you're on the positive side of that, make sure your home is clean. So that's number one. Number two is making an inviting space for people when they do come to view the property. So things like some ambient music in the background. So on our team, we have Sono speakers that are connected on all floors. And we just play some soft music in the background. People, when they're walking through a vacant home, will feel less comforted. The, their voice will echo throughout. And it's just not very warm and inviting. So having that little ambient music in the background can be a great way to make it in, an inviting space. That's why model homes, builder model homes, will always have some music playing in the background. It just empties that dead air and gives a nice, warm welcome. Smell. You definitely don't want to be cooking anything that has, is going to have lingering smells for your showings. So expecting that 
showings will happen anywhere from 9 a.m. till 9 p.m. That's kind of the standard. You might want to consider eating out, getting takeout, going to a restaurant, or better yet, just vacating the house during the period of your sale. That way you don't have to worry about keeping it clean or any smells that linger. Make sure your fridge is free of any leftover foods that might also be lingering a smell in the fridge. Nine times out of 10, buyers will open up the appliances to check the cleanliness, check the space, try and identify how old they are. So you definitely don't want any lingering smells in your fridge either. Garbage, your garbage, your compost, your recycling, that should all be removed. And never, ever, ever use air fresheners or some kind of plug-in scented stuff, whatever it is. So there's a lot of people with sensitivities. We've talked at, about that in past podcasts, whether it's pregnant women or people with allergies. Smells are not good if they're toxic. If they're strong, if they're artificial, um, the best thing you can do is give everything a wipe down with water and vinegar, maybe a light soap, maybe even some lemon. Everybody's got their own tricks of the trade. There's lots of them that you can Google that will leave the home smelling neutral. Doesn't matter the time of the year, open up the windows, get some fresh air circulating. Change the air filter in your furnace. The filter will oftentimes absorb those scents. It'd be a great time to replace the filter to make sure that neutral smell is staying consistent. So those are just a few things. And I'll point out when I said air, uh, air filter in your furnace, it might be a good time to have your air ducts cleaned because in your ducts, there's a lot of dust that settles over the years and smells can actually absorb into that settled dust as well. So make sure the home is spotless, make sure the home smells nice. If you do those two things, you're well on your way to presenting your home in a much better capacity than it was before and more likely to sell in any market. Last but not least, is the overall presentation of the marketing and your price. And those will go hand in hand because there's a saying in real estate, every home sells, it's only a matter of two things. How long is it gonna take to sell? And what is it going to sell for? So you have to make sure that your home is presented well in the marketing materials. Now, keep in mind, most buyers, they're looking at your home for the first time online. So how does the overall presentation inside and outside of the home appear in the photos and in the video? That is super important. What is the quality of the photos? 10 years ago, when we started in this business, having professional photos was already a step above because a lot of realtors were taking their point and shoot cameras and just snapping some photos, putting it on the MLS. At that time, you were only allowed up to nine photos on some of the real estate boards. So you snap nine 
decent photos, you put them online, and that's how the property was viewed online at that time. Now, there's different grades of professional photos. You can hire a photographer to shoot the photos of your home for as little as $150 and as much as five, six, seven hundred plus. So there is a difference in the type and quality of the photos. Are they high definition? If they're blown to a full screen, whether on a laptop, desktop, or on a TV, what is the pixelation? How do they look? What is the lighting? What are the angles of those photos? Is it picking up the best attributes of that room or of that space or of that feature of your property? And then there's video. The video component is quite important because a lot of social media sites like Instagram, Facebook, of course, there's also YouTube. These areas are attracting people that want to watch video. So they might not be scrolling through your photos, but they might watch an engaging 30, 45 second or a minute or maybe even longer, depending on the house, uh, long video because it's captured them. They say, wow, that's a nice house. Let me watch this 45 second video. It's also easier to advertise. So if the realtor is spending some money on advertising, uh, that gives an alternative route or a secondary route for them to advertise. So not only the photos, but now we've got the video as well. And on social media, Instagram's a great story. <laughs> great story. A great um, part of the marketing plan for a lot of properties that are sold in today's market. And Instagram stories is a great um, avenue that can attract a lot of additional attention. On Instagram stories, the videos are more likely to be watched. So having an engaging, high-definition video that attracts people to watch it is going to get you more views. More views online will generally convert to more views in person. And that's the ultimate game. Get as many people as you can to come and see it in person. And then when they come and see it in person, the home is clean, it smells nice, and it's nice and inviting. It's a warm and um, welcoming home. So those are probably my biggest tips for anybody that is looking to sell your home. And it doesn't matter if it's a buyer's market, a seller's market, there's peaks and valleys, or there's downward pressure, just like we talked about in episode 174. If the home has all of these check marks, you are definitely more likely to sell your property. Of course, last but not least is the price. And we've talked about this numerous times in past podcasts, but the price is always important regardless of everything else. And when we do have downward pressure on sellers because of the extra inventory that's come on the market or market fluctuations due to external factors like mortgage rates going up, whatever the case may be, setting the right price and strategy is always very important. In the current market, there's all kinds of things happening. There are homes that are being 
listed well below the market value and they're setting an offer date to accept offers. There are homes that are becoming available with what I call a buy it now price. So they're listing it for what they're actually expecting. And then there are homes that are being marketed above the expected selling price because the sellers are quote unquote trying the market. Let's just try it and see if anybody bites. And those are three very, very different strategies. We're seeing all kinds of things happening in the current marketplace. Of course, if you have any questions on anything that I've just talked about, leave us a comment. We'll answer it in the next podcast. Adrian will be back for episode 176. But that's it for episode 175, KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. I'm Ariel Cremendi. If you have any questions or comments for me or the rest of the team, leave them in the comment box if you're watching on YouTube. And if you're following or listening on one of our podcast channels, uh, just shoot us a DM on Insta or Facebook. We'll get back to you. And um, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.